happy Monday. Welcome to another episode of Unfiltered with Callaway. I'm your host, Callaway, and today is just a really great day. I am recording this just a couple days before it's getting posted because I still want to keep you guys up to date on what's happening in my life. And currently, it is Sunday morning, and it is just such a relaxing morning. It's currently raining and slightly snowing. And I've just had the best morning. I took a slow morning. I went on a really long run. I had to run on the treadmill. I was not going to run in the snow. But I went for a long run, took a long shower, made a really good breakfast. And just the vibes are good. I came back to school this past weekend. Last time we talked, it was my last week home. And this is now going to be the first week of school. This is coming out on a Monday. So if you're listening to this on Monday, I start school tomorrow on Tuesday. And I'm so excited. It's so nice to be back in my college apartment with my roommates. And it just feels so good. I spent so much time yesterday cleaning and unpacking and just trying to get ready for the week. Last time we talked... I was saying how I had gotten to grad school and so I'm really trying to find apartments. That is now my top priority when it comes to trying to find somewhere to live. So I'm just looking for that. The hunt is on and I don't know. The things are good. This was a really good past week and it just feels so good to be back and to be able to see my friends and my boyfriend and just like experience. This is my last semester of college as an undergrad, which is just absolutely crazy. But I hope that you had a great week whenever you are listening to this. I hope that you are having a great week. And today's topic is something that I really think is good if you're listening to this and you're just about to start school or, you know, it's still the new year and you're wanting to be more productive and create little habits, you know, to incorporate into your lifestyle. This is something that I think could really benefit you as well whether you're in school or not, or maybe you're just wanting to change some things up when it comes to working and changing your schedule. We can always have change. You know, change is really good. So I just want to go ahead. I want to get started today because I have a lot to talk about when it comes to creating habits and letting those habits help you be more productive. So it takes 21 days to make or break a habit. It can be 21 days to break something that you want to stop or 21 days to create a new habit into your routine. So when you think about habits and becoming more productive, if you think about what you do every day, what are those things that you wake up, you do, and they always make you feel better? Or maybe there's things that you get up and you do and they don't make you feel as good. It takes 21 days. So if it helps, write it down. Write 21 days, write something you want to quit or something that you want to add just to kind of start trying to get your mind thinking. I've made a list of a few habits that I do daily and things that you could do daily and just kind of add them, implement them into your routine. And then I have some tips on how to be more productive, whether that's in school or life or work. So we'll kick off with the habits. So my first habit is to make your bed every day. And I know like this can be tedious and people don't want to make their bed. You just want to crawl out of it. But if you take that extra literally like two minutes to make your bed, to pull your sheets up, put the pillows down, rearrange and make your space like feel nice and fresh. Your bed is all nice and made. 
I don't know what it is, but it makes you feel so much better that like that one task, like by the time you've woken up, you've already completed a task and the pillows are off your floor, the blankets are off your floor, everything looks nice. That is one thing I've done every day for, I could you not, probably like a year and a half, two years, I've made my bed every single day and it always makes me feel so good. And when I come home at the end of the day, my bed is made and I don't want to just like hop in bed and do homework from bed or anything like that and I'm more productive if I know that I'm going to be doing work like at a desk or at a table rather than coming back and jumping in my bed so make your bed that is a habit that I think everyone could benefit from incorporating into their life the second is to make daily to-do lists if you're a student, to-do lists can help you so much. If you're busy at work and you have so many things that you need to do, put it from pen to paper. I think I'm saying that right. Put it from pen to paper. You know what I mean. Let's write it down. Grab a pen, grab some paper. And when it comes to making daily to-do lists, it kind of helps if you divide it into three different categories so that you think about what's important to you. If you put the category in three sections and your first category is things I must do, like things I need to get done today. The second can be things I want to do. So they're things that you want to do. They're not like necessary things that have to get done today. And then the third section are things people want me to do. So those are things that other people have asked of you to do, to spend your time doing. So say someone asked you, I don't know, to go to the store and pick something up for them. Or someone asked you to go out of their way and do a task for you, but it doesn't need to be put under that needs to get done. If it's something someone else asked you, put it under that third category of what other people have asked me to do. And that's just kind of a way to break down your to-do list into different categories. Or you could break a to-do list as in put what needs to get done, what your hardest task of the day is, put that up top. And if you check off the hardest task of the day, then everything else below that will feel so much easier if you get that hardest thing done first. So make a to-do list, write down everything you need to accomplish. And then along with that, my third habit that you could include I've done this is at the end of the or at the beginning of the week set weekly goals this is something I kind of started doing the end of uh, 2021 the beginning of 2022 was I would set weekly goals and I write this in my journal like every Sunday every Monday I write down things that I want to accomplish or I write down things about how I want to feel at the end of the week or if there really is a goal say I have a goal of I want to hit 10,000 steps three of the five days of the week or something like that. I will write down those goals. And then at the end of the week, I go back to that page where I wrote down my goals and I take another piece of paper and I reflect on those goals about how I could accomplish them, what could I could have done differently, do I want to continue that goal into next week. If this applies to school or work, set weekly goals. Maybe you have a test in a week and this week your goal is to study for four of the days of the week and then give yourself the weekend to just relax and not have to worry about the test because you spent four solid days studying. If you have a project, maybe you want to spend a few days working on that or a certain amount of time each day dedicated to that project. And that way when you look at your daily to-do list and then your weekly to-do list, 
everything is like portioned off. That way you don't feel overwhelmed. You see everything that you want to accomplish for the week and then you break that down and then you have all of your daily to-do list for each day of the week. And that just helps you if you have a lot to do, it helps break it down into sections so that you don't feel overwhelmed. Another habit to incorporate into your daily life is to read. And I'm such an avid reader. I like genuinely have already read I think I've read five books so far into January. I was reading a lot. I'm an avid reader. But reading can genuinely be such a good way to de-stress, a good way to get off your computer, off social media, off a screen, away from the TV, anything like that. And it doesn't have to be big. It could be reading 10, 20, 30 minutes a day. It could be reading right before you go to bed. My favorite is to read at nighttime and I genuinely put away my computer. I put away my phone and I just read and it can be anything, anything that inspires you. It could be fiction, nonfiction, a self-help book. It could be a religious book, anything that you want to do to ease your mind, to start to rest for the day. Another one is journaling. Journaling of some sort, or maybe you like to draw something that helps you get creative, something that's going to release stress. I started journaling like six months ago avidly, like every day I love to journal, and journaling can look different for everyone. Sometimes it's a brain dump, and I just have so much on my mind, and I'm just writing, and does it make sense all the time? No, but do I need to get stuff off my mind? Yes. This especially helps if you are an overthinker. I am an overthinker, and writing stuff helps so much. Just getting it out, getting it out of my head onto paper. You could also journal about goals. Or you could say affirmations, or you can think about, like, you can ask yourself questions. What do I need more of today? What did it make me, what did not make me feel the best today? How can I make tomorrow a better day? Or you could draw, spend 10, 15, 20 minutes drawing at night, coloring, something that keeps you creative, something that helps you de-stress for the night. Find a habit, find something that helps you relax, that's not looking at a screen, that's not making your brain work right before you go to bed. It's so important to let yourself relax before you try to sleep because that's how you get the best sleep is when you're relaxed and you can go to bed without thinking about so many things that are on your mind. So those are just kind of some habits that I've included that really kind of help build those daily tasks, those daily things because if you think about it, Your habits make up your routines. Your routines make up your days. Your days make up your weeks. Your weeks make up your months. And your months make up your year. And it only takes 21 days to make or break a habit. So if you start small, you start with those things that really help you and make you feel better. Those things that you're like, oh yes, like I did this. I can check this off my list. It can just lead to so many things. It literally creates your routine and your it helps with your productivity. That helps make your days and your weeks and your months and your years. So going into how these habits and all can help you be more productive. Habits are those little things each day that build up to your routines. Your routines are what keep you productive. So my first little tip for being more productive is to create a routine. Create a morning routine and an evening routine. So for me, my morning routine 
usually starts pretty early. I am so lucky that this semester I do not have any 8 a.m.s and I do not have a reason to get up at 4.30 or 5 o'clock in the morning. So my routine now for the morning, now that I don't have 8 a.m. classes, is I would like to wake up every morning between 6.30 and 7, maybe even 6. I'd like to wake up to there, around there, and I will get up and do like, you know, brush your teeth, get ready, and I will go to the gym. I love to work out right when I wake up. So I will go to the gym for about an hour, come back, shower, get ready for the day. I will eat and I journal while I eat breakfast and then pack up my things and leave to go to campus for class. That is my morning routine. It usually, all in all, takes anywhere from three to three and a half hours. For you, think about how you want to spend your morning routine. If you're not someone who wants to get up and go work out right away, maybe you like a slow morning. Maybe you wake up an hour before you're supposed to, or you wake up two hours before class. That way you have plenty of time to slowly wake up. If you want to wake up and have a nice slow morning, maybe you want to watch a YouTube video or your favorite show, or cook yourself a decent breakfast, then make sure you have time to do that. Make sure you have time if you want to do a 10-step skincare routine or you want to stretch or you want to go work out and have a workout class. Make sure you build that time into your schedule so that that morning routine sets you up for your day. If you think about it, your morning starts with the night before. It starts with your evening and your evening routine. So make sure that you create an evening routine that sets you up for a better tomorrow. So usually I cut myself off from school and doing homework and all by like five o'clock. After five o'clock, I cannot do anything. Sometimes it's honestly four o'clock. If it's been a long day, I do not wanna look at my computer or any type of school after four or five o'clock during the week. And so I will cut it off Usually if it's nice outside, I'll go for like a 20 minute walk. Sometimes I will go hang out with my friends for a little bit. Or if I'm really hungry, I'll start cooking dinner around 5, 5.30. And I just have that nice meal. I'm getting outside. I'm having friends, talking with friends, whatever that is. And that time is meant for me. That is my like start to decompress time. And whenever I have dinner, I always make sure that it's nutritious. I always make sure that I sit down and that I'm eating the food and like not rushing and not trying to just scarf food down because I'm in a rush to go somewhere. Usually after dinner, if it's a night where like I don't have any plans or I'm not going out or whatever, this is probably like my ideal night routine that I love to have maybe at least twice a week if I'm lucky, if not just one night a week where I don't have something going on. I'll eat dinner. I'll take a nice like body shower and put lotion on and I'll do my skincare, maybe a face mask. I will drink a cup of tea and I will just read or I will watch some YouTube videos or lounge around. And usually I go to bed by 9, 9.30 on a good night if I have something going on. Maybe it's like 10 or 11. No, who am I kidding? It's not 11 o'clock. I'm asleep by 10 no matter what. I don't care what's happening. But that is like my perfect night routine and that sets me up for the morning so that when my alarm goes off, I'm ready for the day. I'm ready for whatever is going on and I have that morning routine to help get me up at a nice pace. So create that routine. That is my first step in being more productive. Have that morning routine that sets you up for your day. Have that evening routine that makes you feel good for the night and that next day. Going along with that, get eight hours of sleep. 
if you can get at least eight hours of sleep, I promise you, you're going to feel so much more energized. If you can consistently get eight hours of sleep, that is going to make such a difference in your energy levels throughout the day. And you are less likely to have that afternoon crash and where your energy is depleted. And also, just because I'm a nutrition major, you know, studies show if you're only getting six or less hours of sleep per night, you are more likely to have food cravings and crave caffeine and sugar and carbs and bread. So if you are running low on sleep and you keep reaching for all these quick energy givers when it comes to food or caffeine, that's probably not a good sign. That probably means you should try to increase your sleep to at least eight hours of sleep per night. On the weekends, allow your body to have a little bit more sleep. Let yourself sleep in. If you are tired, don't try to rush and go do something. Let your body sleep. My third tip for being more productive is to time block or set a timer for a certain amount of time for a task. So time blocking, for example, is let's say you have a piece of paper and it has from 1 to 6 o'clock at night written on it. So time blocking is saying, okay, from 1 to 2, I'm going to work out. From 2 to 4, I'm going to study for my math test. 4 to 5 is shower and dinner. 6 to 8 o'clock is finishing homework and starting to wind down for the night. And then between 9, 9.30, that is your reading time, getting ready for bed, something like that. That is time blocking. That is looking at your day and figuring out, okay, this is what I'm doing from this time to this time. Or you could set a timer. I know this helps a lot of people when they are trying to study for tests or they have something like a little minute task that they don't want to do, but if they set a certain amount of time, it makes them do it better. So for example, say you want to clean your room or you want to clean your car, set a timer for 15 minutes and whatever cleaning you get done in that 15 minutes, then you can consider that a win. You can check cleaning off your list because you dedicated 15 minutes of your time to cleaning your space. If you wanna study for a test for, say you have 30 minutes, set a 30 minute timer and turn off your phone and just study. And then when that timer goes off, congratulations, you studied for 30 minutes and you can count that as a win. It's how you're spending those little moments of your day being able to be productive, being able to accomplish those tasks that you've set for your to-do list, your daily to-do list, or your weekly goals. It's setting up a certain amount of time to help you accomplish what you want to accomplish. My fourth tip is to turn off distractions. So this means TVs, music, phones, whatever it is. Turn off any distractions. If you're in a room full of people and you're not focusing, try to go find another office space. Go find another desk. Go find somewhere where it's quiet. There's not so many people around so you can actually focus on what you need to get done. If you have an iPhone, they have a whole new do not disturb focus settings. And I love this. I've started using this so much. They have one for while you're home, they have one for work, and then you can do personal ones. So I've created one for when I'm working out, and I've created one for when I'm doing school. And it's like do not disturb, but you can still allow certain people or certain apps to send you notifications while you're in this do not disturb focus setting in your phone. But this is like the best thing. So like, for example, when I am doing school, I 
and when I'm on the school setting on my phone, or you can do it on your laptop if you have any type of Apple computer laptop, you can do it on there as well. So when I'm in the school setting, I only allow notifications from either like the apps connected to my school or the emails connected to my school. Other than that, I will not receive any other notification, whether it's on my computer or on my phone. So that is like my focus time because if I'm working on school doing something like that, the only thing I want to know about is if I get a message from one of my professors or an email from the school. On my workout setting, I only have notifications from three, like my three immediate contacts. Those three people who if something happened and I need to get in touch with them or they need to get in touch with me, they are the only ones who I get notifications from. I don't get anything from social media. I don't get anything from school, nothing. Because when I'm working out, that is like my time. So I only have like those three emergency contacts that can reach me when I'm working out. But turning off these distractions and being able to focus without anything going ding ding or like people trying to talk is so important because if you can zone in and you can focus, that will help you get your day rolling. That'll help you get those tasks done that you need to do. My fifth tip for being more productive is setting aside one hour of time for yourself. This can be any time during the day that you want to. This could be one hour spent working out, one hour reading, one hour doing skincare, one hour watching your favorite show, one hour a day dedicated to something that you want to do that is non-negotiable, something that when you do it, you're like, oh, I feel so much better. You just feel refreshed. You feel like yourself. Find that one hour during the day where you can dedicate self-care, whatever that looks like to you. And my last tip for being more productive is to unfollow, unsubscribe, and delete pictures. This is something I do probably twice a year, is just unfollowing people, unfollowing things, like... I go through social media, so, and I will just unfollow. I will unfollow people who I just, I lost touch with, who I don't really talk to anymore. I unfollow people who don't inspire me, who just don't make me happy anymore. I just, like, unfollow people, unsubscribe. Unsubscribe from random emails that you get put on. You know, you get random emails and you don't know how you got on their email list. Unsubscribe from those. Unsubscribe from email lists, from magazines, from book companies or whatever you like have subscriptions for that you don't want anymore unsubscribe if you're on any type of like like on youtube unsubscribe from people that you don't watch on youtube anymore get rid of anything that's not making you happy clear your inbox clear your emails go through your phone clear out contacts who just you don't talk to these people anymore you had their you knew them for like a little bit of time or you needed their number or name for a certain reason and you don't need more delete the phone numbers delete the contacts go through your pictures delete random pictures that you have taken that are just like filling up your iCloud or filling up your phone storage delete those pictures take some time and refresh your electronics delete things off your computer empty out that trash can whatever it is so that way you have more space to put things that you need now or to put things take pictures of things that are inspiring you things that will help you in your day-to-day -day activities being productive is so important in life and it can look different for everyone and so these were just kind of my tips whether you are wanting to be productive by adding 
little habits into your daily lives, whether you're trying to make or break a habit or it's a new year, you're wanting to add something new. And those habits, I hope, can lead you to be more productive. So just sharing these tips to be more productive was something that I'm also working on in this new year or I also have tried to incorporate into my life because I love productivity. I'm the one, I cannot wait to get school supplies. I cannot wait to plan out my calendar. I just, I love doing that. And some days my productivity is knocking out everything on my to-do list. And sometimes that productivity is doing something that makes me feel good or taking time to spend time with family or friends. And so I hope that my tips can help you kind of take a different approach to productivity and whether that is taking time for yourself or whether that is accomplishing all the tasks on your to-do list and getting things done for this new year. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you got something out of it. I hope that you can take some of these and start your week with it. Start this new week of January with some good productivity, some good habits implemented into your life. I thank you so much for listening, and I hope that you have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. I hope that you enjoyed and feel inspired or motivated to tackle your day. Please leave a rate and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. I'd really appreciate it. And share the podcast with friends and family or anyone who you think would enjoy. Please follow along. Our Instagram is unfiltered with Callaway. I post there with new updates, new photos, anytime there's a new episode or anything exciting going on. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.